of plot. Hi, this is Morgan. Uh, quick warning, there are spoilers for the books that we discuss in here. We list them at the top of the show. You don't want to hear anything? Um, check in later. Uh, we also read books with disturbing themes. So maybe also check back later. Bye! Or enjoy the episode. I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> well, Morgan, what'd you read this week? I read The Goal by L. Kennedy. Which is the fourth in the Off Campus City series. Did I read three? No. <laughs> we suck at reading things in the correct order. I just want to say that. It happens almost every time we record. Well, in I feel like in our defense They're not numbered. They're not num they're not numbered and also they're not really like a series. No, nah, they're kind of standalines. Interconnected series. Yeah. So is that all you read? Yeah, I mean, I started Babel. Uh-huh. That's all I did. I started Babel. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You ready for this list? Yeah. Alright. So, I read Praise, which is book number one in the Salicious Sol Players Club by Sarah Kate. I've got opinions. I read the Souls Trilogy by Harley LaRue. Her Soul to Take, Her Soul for Revenge, Soul of a Witch. Oh, that, I saw that on your Goodreads. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? That naming convention drives me insane. Her soul, her soul, soul of a witch. Like, okay, moving on. The Wind, the Windsors, I believe, whatever it is. I read the first one a while back and talked to you about it. So I read the second one, The Temporary Wife. Chicago Ruthless. I read the first two. It was Dante and Joey. I don't remember if you remember the cover, but it was like tiny woman, big man head. Yes. Okay, it's the third book in that series. It's called Lorenzo by Sadie Kincaid. Beneath the Mass series, I read book one, which is Distance, by Luna Mason. That's a TikTok book I found. <sighs> and then the last one you gave to me for my lovely birthday. Wicked as the Reaper, which is a little novella by Nisha J. Tooley. So I've been busy. <laughs> you have been busy, and you had the audacity to act as if you haven't had time. <laughs> Okay, I felt like I didn't have time. <laughs> and then I just kept getting through books. And kept getting through books. And kept getting through books. <laughs> I really don't know how it happened. Like, I really expected this to be, like, four books at the most. Mm -hmm. But then I just kept ending it. And I was like, well, I gotta start another yeah. one. So eight books. I read eight books mm -hmm. in two, two weeks. Well, look at you go. Yeah, that's what what, what I can do. Well, do you have any red flags or triggers in, in that book that you read? I, I just want to have a discussion. Because I know that you've read the book, too. Yes. <laughs> and I think your opinions are the same opinions a lot of people have on, on the Goodreads reviews. No one likes Sabrina. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not like her at all. Well, let's, let's rehash. Hold on. The plot mm -hmm. <laughs> is... Tucker, who is one of the four, they call them like all best friends, but from what I can tell, Garrett and Logan are the only real best friends, and Tucker and the other one are just kind of there. Yeah, they're like friend they're, adjacent. Yeah. They're there, they're roommates, they're, they're friends by proximity. Yeah, and, um, and it opens up very strong with um, eye contact across a bar. Again, once again, we have public adjacent sex. Everyone has to they, have that. They, they have sex 
in his truck. Oh, right. <laughs> wow, that's where it all went wrong. <laughs> and, and from this endeavor, Sabrina gets pregnant, even though it was just the tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have, yep, I have strong feelings about this. And I'm, I'm like, what on earth? Like, it was, like, for, like, one second, too. Yeah. It? it was, like, in and all oh, crap. We yeah. forgot. And and Tucker is this, he, she's made him this, like, homegrown Texas Southern gentleman who has, like, the flattest character I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah, he's no dimension. <laughs> he, he, they talk about him having all this patience, and I'm like, you just, like... Do you have an opinion no. that you want to express? No. He is the least confrontational person I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, where, like... I need the drama, and he he didn't give me any. Their, their entire problem, him and Sabrina, could have been solved with very simple communication. Yeah. And Tucker's like, if I just, like, if I approach her about it, she's just gonna duck and run. But reading Sabrina's side, I'm like, I don't think she would do that. I think she, maybe she might back off for, for, like, a day or a week. But she'd eventually be like, I gotta be an adult and have a conversation, don't I? But, like... She really avoided responsibilities as much really as she could. She really put it off. Because there is the abortion <laughs> discussion. Yeah. Actually, it's not a discussion. Tucker, at no point... Has a conversation, and neither does Sabrina. No. She just simmers. Yep. Like, it's barely mentioned in passing. And I'm like, you could just talk about it. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, that someone should have had a conversation. Yeah. Anyone. Anyone yeah. in that book. I don't care that Sabrina kept the child. That's fine. But, like, if you want to do, I don't know, an accurate representation of... <laughs> Or a thoughtful or or careful representation of the types of struggles late college girls have who get pregnant. Aspiring there lawyer. Should, there should be more of a conversation, I feel like. A little. <laughs> and then there's Sabrina. So I like I, I, I have two I have two opposing feelings towards Sabrina. One is Shut the fuck up yes. about being how goddamn poor you are. I get it. I get it. I get it you're poor. I get it that you're like, the Harvard Law is my way out. I, I, but I also see the way that these people are treating you at Harvard. And I'm like, fuck them. Yeah, they're assholes. Why would you want to work with those people? They suck. Yeah. They all suck. Every, every character in this book sucks. Honestly, her professors terrible. Her friends are okay. Well, yeah, but, but they're other friends. But uh, Dean also fuck Dean. <laughs> I know you love Dean. I haven't read his book yet, but based on the goal, Tucker should have killed that man. I don't remember what he did in the goal. <laughs> I'm clouded by the whatever book he's in. Dean corners Sabrina while she's super pregnant and tells her that she's ruining Tucker's life. You know what? I, I'm going to stand by Dean. <laughs> she is no. ruining Tucker's life. No. I am with you. <laughs> no. Tucker should have beat the shit out of Dean. Yeah. I like and Tucker would do that, though. I know. A little pushover. He ain't doing nothing. And Tucker, for, like, months, is just pissy and hateful about the relationship. And it's like... He knocked a girl up. He's just as much to blame here. Yep. 
as she is. Yeah. I, I would have beat the shit out of Dean. <laughs> so Dean's also a piece of shit. Nah, I can't get behind it. <laughs> then we have Tucker's mom, who hates Sabrina. Oh, right. And I'm like, why do you hate this young woman who got pregnant? And you think that it's because... Now, there's no good communication, but you you think as a reader, you're like, I guess it's because by getting Tucker, by getting pregnant with Tucker's baby, um, it's keeping him from going back to Texas, even though Tucker really should just have a conversation of with his mom going, I don't want the real estate business back in bumfuck Egypt, Texas. But he has no backbone. No. His and, and his mom unfairly hates Sabrina for this. Yes. And then, and then at the very end, when at the, on the last page, oh when they can finally confess their love for each other, the mom's okay with it. No, fuck you. Yep. And the mom shouldn't even been a part of it. And then the grandma and the stepdad, every they're all they all suck. They all they, they every, all suck. Every character sucks. They all suck. And everyone is hateful towards Sabrina, even in the book. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna defend her. Do I like her as a character? No. <laughs> but does she need support? Yes. I don't know. She makes it kinda hard to support. I just can't I couldn't. I couldn't get I couldn't I couldn't agree with her. Just everything she did just made me so mad. You know, at least she didn't give up going to Harvard Law School. That's fair. But everything <laughs> she, else she did, I was just like, you're killing me. I know, me. I know, like, but I mean, everyone else is so mean to her that I feel like I, someone has someone to. Someone has to take up Someone her? has to be in Sabrina's camp. Nah. Because Every, everyone else is so mean for her. The only one who isn't is Tucker. And it is because Tucker does not have the balls to go, Sabrina, we really should have some conversations. <sighs> because he's like, oh, she's, she'll just like... Close treats her like a fragile little emotional baby. She's about to be a mother. Make her have a conversation with you. Nah, she's cut and run. That's all she's good at. No, I don't think she would. She's too poor to go anywhere. No, it literally <laughs> makes no sense. But I'm pretty sure I gave that the lowest rating of all of those books. I gave it two out of five stars. I think I did too. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I did too. I would like to read to you my review. Okay. I'm the only one who understands the assignment of reviews on <laughs> for this book, apparently. Everyone else is writing giant essays. Okay. Yeah, the two par- if you're going over one paragraph, like, if you're going over two sentences, I will not read your I don't, review. I don't, I don't want to know. No, don't care. I don't care what you have to I don't to want say. your analysis. I want your quick, your quick yep. reaction. Quick opinion. Uh, and my, my review was fighting for my fucking life finishing this book. Jesus. Uh, yeah, that book was the I, hardest to get through. I wanted to DNF it so many I, times. I was just like, oh my God. It is painful. That one it was really, painful. It, it didn't get painful until it got to the point where, um, she was debating to have an abortion or not. Mm-hmm. And really not debating. Like, the author really dances around it. Mm-hmm. And there's no conversation. And I'm like, you guys are 22 years old. Yeah. Have, I know. I know you're still very young. But just talk. Just Put talk some pants it. on. <laughs> and go have a conversation. Yeah. I know Tucker's supposed to be this, like, silent, solid type. I mean, Open your fucking mouth, she boy! Well, she could have literally been like, hey, this is what's going on. And he would have been like, oh, okay. No, and she kept, she didn't say a word. I know. And he didn't ask. I know. He was just like, what oh, is, just let her do whatever. Of, both like, of them are wrong. Yeah, they both suck. They both suck. <laughs> both suck. 
so bad. Both suck. I hated them. I hated yeah. that book. And then it's not only that too. I don't. I don't remember feeling this way about the Logan and Garrett books. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might be that it's just like I'm over it now. Um, because oh, I got to this you're page. You're never going to be able to read Dean's. I got to this, um, it's like 145, and they just, Logan, not Logan, Tucker walks in, uh, from seeing Sabrina and the roommates don't know yet, huh. and they're fucking arguing over horses. And it's like two pages Wait, of Tucker can, can and his roommates this? talking about horses. And I'm like, why is this here? Hold on. <laughs> Just, I don't remember this happening. I was going to say maybe it's a tie-in from a different book, but I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this back to you. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm reading it, I'm like, can we get back to can we just move forward? This is not progressing anything. Yeah, I hear you. This is filler. I need you to read the fourth the last one. The one or the third one, whichever one you didn't read. There's also a part in here where the roommates all sit down and because Dean is dating Allie. You have to read that book. <laughs> and Garrett's like, I don't like it because I'm going to have to choose sides eventually. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, well. Shut up, Garrett. That happens a lot in that, that book. You just, you have to read it. You may really hate Dean, though. <laughs> I don't have strong feelings. Ba- based you're on already the goal, I hate Dean. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to hate him. I like Dean. I know he has a moment. I know there's a tough time. Yeah, it was a tough time. <laughs> but, like, I hate Dean, <laughs> based on the goal. He's, he's also a, a rich kid that can do what his heart desires just because he's rich. Also, you know what doesn't make sense? And that drives me insane. Sabrina is like, you must be rich, right, because you're here? And Tucker just tells everyone that he has an inheritance from his dad. Yeah. And I'm like, how much money do you have that, one, you can put yourself through college. Yep. And also afford to buy a business at the end of it all. And out of None state of it college. makes any sense. Out of state tuition. He's <laughs> out of state. I'm so confused by Tucker's, like, background yeah. description. Is he poor? Is he working class? I don't know what he is. Why, why does he seem to have all of this money in the bank? He's the only one that doesn't have a clear background. Yeah, I'm like, like I'm so... Like, all the other ones you know, like, rich father, shit poor father, yeah. you know? And then there's I'm, Tucker, which, like, dead father, I, and it's doesn't like, make well, okay. any sense. It doesn't. And also, at no point does he and Sabrina bond over poverty? Bad situations? Like, Tucker, like, his dad's dead. She's got neither of them. It's like, she don't got a good family. Trauma bonding did not happen in that book. No. They didn't bond over anything. No, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I'm not here for it. Oh, watch. That, one, that book just makes me sad. I'm gonna just... Two stars. Two stars all across the board on that one. Just like I was I was reading it at the end, and I was like, oh my god, when am I over? When yep. am I over? Just Those are the thoughts I have. Getting this quickly done with it. I don't know if you have it, but I think you do. It's like the fifth book, which is like the, the like future. It. I refuse to read theirs. I looked at it and went, no. <laughs> and didn't even read it. Didn't even read their section in that. 
in the legacy. I'm done. I did. I went, I hated their story. And I went, I'm, I refuse to put myself through it again. Hated the characters. I'm not doing it. Not revisiting their shitty life. I was over it. <laughs> but I read the other three. No. Just not so, that one. So redeemed. Also, I read another review. Yeah. And they, I'll read it. Hold on. I do have it up. Is this is a one star. Mm. This book was boring, boring, boring. Thank you, Holly. Sabrina is quite possibly the most annoying main character I have read in quite some time. She is completely unable to think like a rational, normal human being when it comes to being in a romantic relationship. I would like to say the girl has no positive (laughs) examples. No, she don't have a good home life. No. But yet she is supposed to be super smart who gets into Harvard Law. I, you know, we know some incredibly smart people who are the dumbest beings on the oh planet. Oh my god. They don't compute. It's okay. No. Yeah, well, there's some smart people and you're just like looking at them like, you're fucking dumb though. Yeah. <laughs> no. She does make a good point in the next paragraph where she says the whole pregnancy was already spoiled in the previous book. Yeah, that's fair. So there's no twist. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, okay, Holly, you have a good point. You do. You're right. You, we all saw it coming. We knew. We knew. And it's not like it's not like the first thing that happens in the book either. It's you're halfway. Yeah. When you're you like, win when the pregnancy is it happening? That yeah. is quite the moment <laughs> to just spoil. You could just be like Tucker's acting, acting cagey. <laughs> well, we already knew that he was like yeah. d- dipping out on him when they were like doing stuff but they never call him on it either the friends they are like you can just go they don't care enough i know they're but, all but... in relationships except for tucker and i think that's all it amounts to <laughs> they just don't care to check on their poor friend who isn't living up to their standards i'm done I... <laughs> all right since you're done let's talk about i'm gonna talk about two of them I'm not going to go in the order that I read them then. Alright, praise. I'm going to talk about it and Lorenzo kind of side by side. I've learned something about myself, okay? There's a trope that I now know I should never read. (laughs) Right? It is the sub-dom trope. Like, complete submission. Yeah. Of the woman. I ain't here for it. Also, that tracks. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, yeah, not here for it. In praise, if I heard the word sir one more time, <laughs> I think I was going to lose my mind. Like, okay, so let me talk about praise. All right, the characters is Charlie and Emerson. Emerson, okay, is her ex-boyfriend's father. She's 21, he's like 49 or some god-awful age gap. Of like twenty-ish years, okay. We got a real Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, and I don't actually read the blurbs like about yeah. the books, so I'm just like, sure, I'll read it. I now know I can't do that. I will have to read to see what is the book is actually about because it's very evident in the little information caption. But anyways, she. Breaks up with her boyfriend or whatever. They break up. She is trying to get the deposit for her apartment that she shared with the boyfriend. The boyfriend's father 
helped with the deposit. So she has to go to him to get the deposit back. She immediately goes in, and this is when I should have probably just closed the book. <clears throat> she goes in to meet the father, like, the father, and he thinks she's there as a sub, like, he, a submissive. So, at one point, like, she's, like, talk, no, mm, hold on, she's talking to him, and he doesn't know who she is, okay? Because him and the, the boyfriend and the father, they don't talk, they don't, they don't get along. It doesn't matter. She goes to get this money, and she's, like, doesn't even get to explain why she's there, and he's, like, telling her that she shouldn't be talking directly to him, and at one point, I'm pretty sure he told her to get on her knees, and she, I was just like, I'm over this. I'm over it. Should have closed it. Did I close it? No, I read the whole fucking thing. I cannot recommend this book to anyone unless you're really into that culture. It's not for me. It's not for me. Carry on. I know you had a comment somewhere in here. I do. I have questions. Yes. So the father helped with a deposit, but he doesn't talk to his son, and he's never met the girlfriend. Correct. And a woman walks into his office. Mm-hmm. And immediately assume she's there to be a sub. Yep. He gets sent them regularly to his house to to do that. He owns a that's club. That's not safe. No, he owns a club that's like a kink. Right. A kink club. So through that process, they like can match people with whatever, with whatever kinks they are. So it's going through this process. So he's just used to women coming in. And being these submissives to That's not safe for either party involved. You're letting strange women into your home, and strange women are coming into your home. Do they have bodyguards outside, like call girls? Are they protected? Are they safe? No, I don't. Listen, I don't have. I don't. I'm concerned for these unknown women's safety. Yeah, I don't have. uh, I don't have. All I know is he. They show up. Okay, and he mistakes her for one, and that's all I've got. I'm pretty sure I have highlights saved. Let me see if I can find them. No looking for a name as, like, a keyword of, of the sub who's on her way, I guess? Well, and how does the girl react to this? Does she just start doing it automatically? She literally got on her knees, and I went, girl, what, what are you doing? I was immediately <laughs> mad. I was immediately mad. Like, bitch, slap that fucking asshole. Like, do you, or just go, What? Like, no, no, absolutely not. No question. No question. She got on her knees. It was just like, okay. And then he realizes his mistake. She is like, uh, I'm going to tell your son that you do this weirdo crap. He's like, here's a check for five grand. She walks away with it. And he's trying to get closer to his son. So he thinks by hiring her as an actual secretary, hold on, an actual secretary, that that he can get them back together and somehow he, his son will be in his life again. The plot makes no sense. All I know is that I'm, I'm not here for that book. And people loved this book. People loved this book, Morgan. I don't know how. I'm, no, the plot's not working for me. I have too many questions about the behavior. Yeah, I can't, I can't explain any of it. Any of it. Is BDSM really that bad that you would have to immediately pay someone off? Well, his son doesn't like that he owns the club. Like, he's already, like, against oh, everything. Oh, get he's over about. it. That's my point. Like, 
your, your son's 20-something. He can... The he, people in the BDSM PRA. probably have a better understanding of consent than the son does. Yeah, I mean, they fill out papers of saying yeah. what they are willing and not willing to do. Like, clearly. But it's neither here nor there. I can't get my Kindle to load on my phone. I'm going to the next book that is also the same concept. Yes, I read two accidentally. All right, this one's Lorenzo. So I read the first two of that series. Joey. (laughs) Yeah, Joey and Dante. Uh Uh-huh. And I was reading Lorenzo, and his wife, throughout the first two books, his wife has cancer, and you know she's going to die. You're like, you're aware. You're aware that she's going to die. You also are aware that she wears a collar and is also a sub. And he's a, a dominant person. So... She dies. Obviously, you don't, it's just like life after, you know? And he's obviously heartbroken. Feels like he's cheating on his wife, blah, blah, blah. The girl from the first book with Dante, Kat's cousin, leaves her domestic violence situation and comes to their, like, mansion area for refuge. I just don't have good opinions. She's also way too chipper to be someone that's getting out of a 10-year-long relationship of, like, actual domestic violence of, like, forcing and physical beatings and, like, all this stuff. And her personality is just way too chipper for me. And she says bananas, like, instead of, oh, shit, it's like, oh, bananas. I want to know how many times that was wrote, because every time I read it, I wanted to set my, wanted to set something on fire. Right? Say, you're a grown-ass adult. Say the cuss word. Bananas? Who is that for? You don't even have kids. Like, you're just... That's just you? Couldn't couldn't get behind it. Anyways, they have a great relationship. Not really, but it's fine. Hold on. And he's like, I will never be anyone's, like, dominant person again or whatever. Dom again. And I'm like, ooh, good for him. He's leaving, leaving this life behind. I really like the book up until... She, he was like, oh, I'll do it with you. And I'm like, no morals. No morals. Fine. And I just can't, I just, it's not for me. I don't even have any real, like, there's a plot, and it's a decent plot, but does the, I couldn't, couldn't get, does the couldn't lady get go to therapy? It. Oh, God, no. Why does no one ever go to therapy? Well, the, well the, the family is a mafia family. And may I just say, there you can was, still go to therapy and, and be like, they wouldn't let oh, her out of the house because they were afraid her ex-husband was going to come get her. Because he was like a family. cop or something. Surely you have soldiers as for As soon that. as, okay, so she's like, she's fed up. She's like, you're never going to give me what I want in this relationship. You're never going to love me, blah, blah, blah. I'm gone. So she leaves and she's like living her life. And then her ex-husband finds her and she like stabs him to death. So of course... The mafia family has to show up and, like, clean up that mess. But it's just, like, she was fine on her own. How did how did he find her? She was she was good. She didn't need to come back to Lorenzo. But she did. And then they're, like, you know, in love and all that crap. So, what I've learned is I need to read the little information. Because I can't, I can't read another one of these books. But I will lose my mind if I read another one of these books. I can't. <laughs> This submit, like, women just doing whatever. No, you've got a brain. Fucking use it. 
But will you think to read it? <laughs> I don't know. How many times have we done the book talk carousel? The book talk, I at least know kind of what I'm getting into. These, I just, I saw it on the Kindle and I was like, oh, okay. And then I read the other two of the Chicago Ruthless. So I was like, I kind of like them. This should be okay. Three stars. Both of these books, three stars. I'm not going to give them two because, I mean, people probably like them. <clears throat> not for me. Not for me. Okay. You ready for the next book? Yes. We're getting out of the... <laughs> I've got to get away from that category. The Temporary Wife. This is another one of those that they have to be married for three years in order for the men to get their inheritance of the, like, their family. And I don't remember. The first one... I think it's called The Wrong Bride. Remember, she was forced the sisters. to take, yeah. take her place. Well, this is the next brother that's forced to get married. He has a, an assistant that his grandmother set up. Like, was like, here, you're going to hire her. And they work together for, like, I don't know, six, eight, some god-awful years. And there's, like, sexual tension. They never act on it because they're professionals. Well, that is until he gets jealous at a wedding because she's dancing with somebody else. <sighs> Stupid. Anyways, he like pulls her away from the guy and is like does things with her and then says some really really mean things to her. Yeah. I've never understood jealousy as like a trope or a plot action to get the story going. Uh, it was literally like the first move of like Let's make their relationship it, yeah. something more than business. Especially when there's never been, when there's not steps before the jealousy. No. To not. direct it. No, and like they hate each other, so it's like an enemies to lovers trope. But, like, you, like, they make each other's life miserable, but they're both very good at their jobs, so they stay, you know, so he keeps her. Well, he, well, he did try firing her a lot of times because he didn't like that his grandmother picked her. But,. The grandmother gets the final say, so she's like, she's staying unless there's an actual problem. But he even forced her to go, like, back to school and get her master's to be fit for that job. So he's just basically helping further her career. The, the family leaves him, right? <sighs> like, they left his other brother. <laughs> oh, you're not even ready for this. I love this family so much. I bought all of the rest of these books, like physical, <laughs> I bought the physical copies because I want to read all of them. But, so all this happens, blah, 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 they like start falling in love. His grandmother's like, I have a r arranged marriage for you to some old tycoon's daughter. And they're like, oh, this is terrible. So she like quits her job or tries to, and he's like, you can't quit. And she's like, I gave you six months notice so you, I can train someone and replace myself. And all this is working out, but her grandmother gets sick and she needs someone to like a way to, like, pay for her care. So he's like, if you marry me on the down low, I will pay for the care of your grandmother. So she's like, fine. The, and this is what they, they decide to do with their life. Anyways, all this crap happens. And one of the rules for these marriages is that they can't be apart for greater than three nights. While her grandmother dies, she goes through, like, depression and he, she's like, makes him leave her. And they're away from each other for two weeks. The grandmother shows up to his house with five bodyguards to kick his ass out 
of his house. Like, she's like, I'm firing you. You no longer get anything from the family. You're cut off from your funds. You're cut off from your bank. You're, you're not getting your trust. Like, you're getting nothing. You're kicked out. So, he gets kicked out. And he doesn't even tell, like, his wife at this point that he's been disowned by his family. The sisters aren't allowed to talk to him. Like, the sister, the brothers, no one's allowed to have contact with him. So, he can't use any of the properties they own. So he finds a hotel and, like, stays in it. The family then goes to check on, because every day they've been showing up to the to the wife and making sure she's okay while she's depressed. And eventually they're like, we came here to find our brother. We thought he might be here. She's like, no? Where is he? So they, like, track him. <laughs> but, <laughs> and then, like, of course they get back together and... They eventually figure out their differences of, like, classes because he's, like, real rich and she's, like, from real poor. And with that gone, they're able to, like, be normal. It goes on for, I think, a few months of them not being able to access any money and they're, like, trying to get jobs. The grandmother blacklisted both of them from their industry. <laughs> so they can't get jobs. What did she do? Huh? What did she do? What, the wife? Yeah. Well, she was the assistant. She could, like, manage, like, corporate companies. Mm -hmm. Like, she was going to do, like, I chief know, officer why, or something. why blacklist her? Because they're married. And she refuses for either of them <laughs> to get jobs. Because they really were, they were a nightmare. I love, I love this girl. <laughs> she is a meddling woman. She's all they have because their parents died in a plane crash. And she just puppeteers these little bitches like no other. I love this woman. <laughs> but... Yeah, so his job application actually gets through to a company in Canada, and he, like, of course gets hired because they're sought-after people. And they, like, they're, like, packing up to get on this jet, or to get on a commercial plane to, like, go to Canada and start their life together. And they pull up, and they are being forced to get on this plane, and it's just the whole family sitting there going, it took you all long enough, like, what are you doing? So they eventually, like, get over it. But, man, the grandma just cutting him off, like, immediately. Good for her. Because that was a threat no one thought that she would, like, do. She's yeah. like, these are the rules. All right? You broke them. I don't care if your heart's broken. Get out. Kicks him out of his house. <laughs> it's just great. Anyways, can't wait, wait, wait to read the next two. And I think okay. there's, like, a fifth one on the way. But, like, it's not released until January. Alright, the Souls Trilogy, are you ready? The nonsense titles? Yeah, I'm ready. Her Soul to Take, Her Soul for Revenge, and Soul of a Witch. Why soul did they do that to me? Like, why is it not like, I don't know, Her Soul something switch? <laughs> it bugs me. These books, the first two, five out of five. Alright, the plot, so good. The third book... The smut wasn't smutting for me, alright? We had some submissive bullshit in that one too, and it kind of... They snuck it in on me, alright? But this, this series revolves around a god. And all the men are demons. But, like six generations ago, this god saved three people. And the deal was that in six generations time, 
they would sacrifice the souls of three of their descendants. So the first girl, like the first book, she is marked. Like she has to be sacrificed. And the guy, Leon, he is a demon who is held captive by like the family that's like basically this cult that's worshipping this god that's in a mine shaft. So they like throw people down the mine shaft. Anyways, it's <laughs> it's really funny because that's like that's like the the mine flooded and then the god saved them. Okay. And then you mimicked throwing <laughs> well, someone down the mine shaft. It's a it's a light toss. It's like like you toss a cat off of the couch. You do. You just you just like shoot down the hole you go. But she is the first one that needs to be sacrificed. And the demon is, like, in control. Like, he's been summoned by this family, and he's stuck there. Because of a, like, a, what are they? The witch's books. Oh, the Souls trilogy? What are those called? No, like, if you're a witch and you have a book of, your like, your spells. I... I do not know a, a witch. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The like, Book of Spells has his, like, name in it, and they summon him. So if... I don't know what else you would call it. It's... It, there's some term for it, and I, I, I know I've heard it, like, a thousand times in, like, the Vampire Diaries, but I literally... Like, and I read it. It was in every book. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it's a book. It has his name in it. It has spells in it. They uh-huh. have this book. And so, as long as they have it, they have control of this demon. Eventually, they lose the book, and the demon's like, I'm fucking free, bitch, and leaves. And then he's trying to, like, take care of this stupid girl that just walks into danger. Like, her brain just doesn't see danger. And she's like, ooh, this looks like fun. No, it's not fun. You're gonna die. Okay? There was a murder in that room, and you walked up to it like, I need to see what's going on. That's her whole personality. Like, she's being called to by this god, so she does very dumb things. And he's like, can we not, can we not do this? So he's, like, trying to mm-hmm. keep her safe. And he's like, in order for me to protect you, I need your soul, so let's make a deal. Does she take the deal? No. Why would you not just take the deal? Do you need your soul? Who cares? Get rid of it. No, she holds on to that thing until the very last second. Anyways. I love these the second one, I have to talk about it because it's my favorite. Her soul for revenge. So she was, they tried to sacrifice her, like at 15 or something. And then she she somehow sneaks by, right? She gets out of it, gets out of the mine, gets away. And when the police finally find her, like, because she's, like, missing. When they find her, she's like, these people try to, like, kill me. You know, she's, like, telling everything. And they're like, you're fucking crazy. To the psych ward you go. So she gets admitted to a, a psych ward <laughs> until she's 18. So at 18, she gets released. And she, like, walks into this diner, pulls out a gun, and is like, I need food. Give me food. And they're like, oh, shit. The, the guy walks into the back, obviously calls the police. And there's another demon. He's just, like, creeping, watching her. I think his name is Zane. But he's like, well, this is interesting. So he's just, like, watching it happen. And he's like, you know, he's going to call the police, right? She's like, shit. So she takes off running down the road, just like full sprint. All right. He's like following her because he's stupid. And she turns around and it's like, yeah, His Stop. day just got so much more interesting. Oh my God. I love, I love this, this demon. He's amazing. He has no care in the world. 
but he's a professional soul hunter, so he's, like, collected all these souls, so he's, like, real powerful, because I guess that's how it's determined. But she, like, turns around, shoots him, and she's like, why are you not dead? And then she, like, keeps running away, and he, like, says something like, you keep fighting and I'll come back for you. So she's fighting for her life for, like, four years on the run, and he eventually shows up again, and it's like, what is happening? Crazy. Anyway, she agrees. They, the family that's doing the sacrificing takes her brother, kills her brother, so she comes back to the town. She's like, I'ma kill all these fuckers. She's like, doesn't know how to do it. So he's like, you know what, you give me your soul, and I'll help you with your revenge. She's like, hell yeah, signs it away, you know what I mean? Immediately is on board with this, okay? And her revenge is so good. She takes out everybody. She's ruthless. And he's just kind of like, not really doing much of anything, even though he's supposed to be helping. I just love them. <laughs> Alright, Soul of a Witch. The little witch is like, she's in that family. She's like the step, or half daughter, or something. I don't know. She's the daughter of the main guy. But they treat her like shit because she was born to the mistress and whatever. But she's a witch, so they need her because when the god rises up, it'll take her body because she's all powerful and can, like, hold that power. Well, she determines she don't want that life, mm -hmm. so she's like, I'm going to kill this god. And that's what she sets out to do. She makes some dumb choices. <laughs> she, <laughs> she makes some real questionable choices. And she's just, like, a ball of anxiety. She's like, I can't do this. And it's like, shut up. Yes, you can. And then she goes to her, like, family witch home. I don't know. It's out in the middle of fucking woods. And there's just a demon, like, chilling, waiting for her. He's, like, a fancy demon. It's like the arch demon. He's got black eyes. And they really hit on that a lot. And he is very... He has no will to live. I don't really know what he's doing. He's waited for her for like 2,000 or seven, so many years he's like waited for her because she like appeared out of nowhere one day when after like a war when he watched all of his people die and he's like, well, I hate everything. And she's like, I need you. And then she like disappears or whatever. The prophecy foretold it. Yeah, she gets, <laughs> at the end, you see what happens. She, like, gets sent into this, like, limbo, and she's trying to, like, get out of limbo, and she ends up making it to him in, like, the wrong timeline. So that that's how he, mm -hmm. like, so now he's, like, waiting in this house, like, patiently for her. And he's just too loving. Like, he's too, he is submissive. And she also pegs him. <laughs> and man, man, I just looked like you really were like, I don't want to share this information. I don't because like when I was reading it, listen, when I was when I was reading it, I literally put the book down and went, I don't know if this is for me. Just the you start clacking your fingertips together. <laughs> So he's like extra big. And it's mm -hmm. just like, what are you doing? Anyways, that happened. And I was like, and that was like 
one of the first things they did together and she's like a little virgin but she like reads smut or whatever so she's like I'm well versed it's like you're not okay chill out you've read things <laughs> yeah some of the things they did in that <laughs> I couldn't get behind the other two books truly love the smut it was great this one as soon as I started reading that I went I don't I don't know I don't know if I can do this still laughing at the way you delivered it oh because it's like do I want to say it but I feel like I have to because you're reporting I I have to tell the people it's your journalistic responsibility oh god it's really not I just yeah as soon as that started happening I was like what is going on anyways if you're into that it's in that book uh best wishes the plot was a little slow on that one but the other two I highly recommend they were great all right, I've got two more to talk about. I'm so sorry. I have so many books. We're gonna we're gonna breeze through this next one. I have to. I have to. I have to put some distance in between me and the soul of the witch. Okay? I'm still giggling. No, I gotta. I gotta get away from it. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on to distance. Okay, it's book one of Beneath the Mask series. It's supposed to be mafia, and we all know I like a little bit of mafia. She is very bland. I said it. She catches her boyfriend cheating on her. She, like, leaves that relationship. She goes to a club. Like, her friend drags her to a club. The owner of said club is a world-renowned boxer and so happens to be a hitman for the mafia. So, of course, that doesn't end well, right? Because she doesn't know about any of this. But eventually she finds out who he truly is and she's like, yeah, I still love you. And he's like, you can't love me. And then he runs away from her. And I'm like, she literally just said, like, she watched you kill someone. And was like, yeah, I, I still want to fuck you. And he runs away. I don't, I don't, I can't stand behind that. He's like, no one will love me for my darkness and the mask I wear. Four stars. The smut was good. The last book. Are you ready Yes, please. <laughs> it is the book you gave me. Wicked as the Reaper. <clears throat> Do you know anything about this? No. Do you know anything that I you know gave me? nothing about what I gave you. I picked that entirely <laughs> off of the cover. I saw that and I went, this is a Kayla book. It, I love this cover. It's so pretty. So, it's set in a fantasy world with like fae and ogres and humans. Right. Oh, I do know. It's like a it's like a Snow White retelling or something. Beauty and the Beast? I don't know. It's a fantasy. It's a fairy tale retelling of some sort. I think it's Beauty and the Beast. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, it's a princess and of the humans. A human princess and in the terms of the fae, they make the rules for everything. That in order to marry a princess, you have to go, you have to hold this hunt and whoever comes out with the biggest like stag or deer mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it will win the hand of the princess, and that's how they decide, you know, who gets to marry who. So, they hold this event, and they have Ellis, who is, like, the, he's, like, a known hunter. He's, like, trained for this. They're, like, yeah, he's gonna be the one. Like, we've known this for years. So, he comes back, and he, like, puts his deer down, and is, like, look at my big deer. And then, 
Basically, it's what it is. It's like, look how good I did. Like, I'm better than all the other 23 people here, or 22, or however many people there are. It's a creature with a big, like, furry coat walks out with a stag mask on. Throws a huge stag on the ground. And they're like, oh no, this can't be happening. We, we have to, this, you can't marry her. But the rules are, whoever brings the biggest gets to take the princess. So this creature is like, I won. Give me the princess. Thanks. And he just takes her to the woods. While everyone's going, no, we'll find a way to get you back. They never did, by the way. But he takes her into the woods and he like takes her to this like rundown castle. And it turns out that he's a, like a fae and he's been around for like 300 years and you find out that eventually you find out that he had been cursed. And the only way to break the curse is to kill an ogre. Who everyone actually thinks is the reaper. Wicked is his name. He is not the reaper, okay? This is a misleading title. I argued for five minutes with Dustin about this title. Because okay? <laughs> he was like, I was, I was like, Wicked is the name of the fae that takes her. Reaper is what they call the ogre that kills everything. They don't actually know it's an ogre, so they think he's a reaper. It's He's not, okay? He's not anything to do with the reaper. He's trying to kill said reaper. Mm-hmm. And one way to kill it is by using people to lure the ogre to them. So he takes this princess because it's supposed to be attracted to princess blood. I don't know. Stuff. So he is just using her as bait. Sticky number one. Because he's, like, telling her, like, you're going to help me catch it, right, he says. And she goes, well, how am I supposed to help you catch it? He's like, you're the bait, princess. And I laughed so hard at that line. Like, you dumb piece of shit. You think I brought you here to hunt? Like, so dumb. (laughs) I just, I love, I love his, like, narrative because he's just, like, not having her dumb bullshit. And she tries so hard. She's like... Tries to, and he like takes her and locks her in a cage and she's like, but I don't want to be in a cage. He's like, I don't, I don't care. There's your cage. Deal with it. Freeze to death. Whatever. And then he takes her out, like leaves her in the middle of the field. She about freezes to death. He like takes her home. He's like, uh, couple days, you know, she's passed out. And then he starts feeling bad. He's like, maybe I shouldn't have done this. So he like comes around. <laughs> and then like, of course, they like spend time together and she, like, begs you. She's like, well, let me go out. I'm bored of being in this castle. Like, let me go out with you to scout the location or whatever. So they go, and there's, like, a cage in the middle of, like, the field. And she's like, oh, that's probably where I'm going to be when he tries to hunt this ogre again. And she gets an idea. She's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to push him into it. She runs full force, pushes him, locks him in the cage. She sprints away while he's, like, cussing her the fuck out. <laughs> Like, you let me out of here? And it's like, haha, that's pretty funny. She doesn't make it very far, but she's like running, and then she gets hurt. And he's like, oh no! I have to take care of you again. So as he's like slowly taking care of this dumb princess, he like falls in love with her. And eventually they like, they, they don't do it, but they do like hand stuff, you know what I'm saying? And after that, he's like, I've made a mistake. I need to take you home. I don't want anything to do with you. So he is, they, they like make the deal that he has taken her back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? No, never mind. I don't want to know. 
No, you have to ask. I just, is he still the giant furry beast? No, he, like, takes all that shit off. <laughs> okay. Like, it was just, like, a cloak, you know what I mean? Like, well, he said that, and I was like, are we getting into some, no, like... No, <laughs> he's just a normal, like, human-looking thing with, like, pointy ears or some shit, and he's, like, tall. Okay. No, he, like, pulls the mask off, and he, like, puts it in, in the coat, okay. just a fur coat. But they really made it into, like, a monster was taking her. Mm-hmm. No, it's the normal person-looking okay. thing. Nothing too weird. Anyways, he, like, is gonna take her back, and he eventually does, and she's, like, back to her old life, and she's like, well, I hate it here. This is terrible. And it's like, well, duh, you're a princess. You don't do anything. Whereas when she was out in the wilderness, she was, you know, free to be an asshole, drink wine. She does drink a lot of wine, and I'm, I'm real proud of her. Because <laughs> he's like, here, I made you food, and she just, like, grabs the bottle of wine and starts chugging it. What a woman. Anyways, she's, like, getting ready for this wedding that she's supposed to have. And he's, like, creeping out the window. And she, like, sees him. So she, like, runs. And she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, nothing. Like, bitch, we know what you're doing. You're creeping. But he's, like, in full denial. The ogre shows up. And she's like, you know what? This is a great time. I'm going to help distract it so you can kill it and be, like, set free of your curse. And he goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then she takes off fucking running. <laughs> And, of course, she, like, gets grabbed and everything, but he eventually kills it, and it's just like, this girl has no care in the world for her safety at all. She just does whatever she wants. I love it. Anyways, highly recommend. <laughs> it's great. It's a short read. Yeah, well, it's a novella. I loved it. It looks like it's barely over 20,000 words. Yeah. It's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> oh... Sorry, I was looking at my sticky notes. There's one where they're, like, sleeping in the same bed. I don't remember why. I think she's, like, sick, and, they, and then they just, like, keep doing it. Not doing it, but, like, sleeping. Yeah, I, I got okay. it. Well, she she, <laughs> she wakes up, and she's, like, full-on cuddling him, and she, like, freaks out. Because he says, are you, like, comfy? And he's, like, arching that eyebrow. She's, like, what did you do? And he says, this is my side of the bed, princess. And she looks over her shoulder. <laughs> and she goes, shut up. <laughs> and that's it. I just, I love their interactions because it's not like, I don't know. They're not like real dumb, but I don't know. I can't read more of these or I'll just be stuck in silence. <laughs> Maybe we go do, do you want to do your reviews? I really don't have any besides more for Lorenzo. Let me... Let me find my phone. I still have it up. Or I did. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. It's a three star because, like, I couldn't find any, like, relevant one stars or two stars for half of these books. And to be fair, I didn't want to take any criticism on the Souls trilogy. I wasn't reading reviews for that. I don't give a fuck what you think. And uh, I wasn't here for it. I saw, like, one... A ba- like a one star review and they like bashed the main character and I was like absolutely not that was part of her character alright they're like well she's so dumb she makes bad choices and runs into danger it's like yeah cause the god was making her like you totally just like, ignoring that plot point it's fine anyway I think you need to start pulling up reviews and criticizing <laughs> them the way that I do just arguing with them I mean that's probably what I need to do cause I could have done it on two of those books but a three star review for Lorenzo Shannon wrote, I swear if Mia said holy bananas, 
one more time, I was going to snap. Thank God Lorenzo made her his sub and taught her how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, yeah, agree. I, I, I was one more mention of, of a banana and I was gonna lose it. Good point, Shannon. Right? <laughs> I was like, that, that speaks to my soul. Alright, you got any more reviews? <laughs> no. I don't have any really, like, red flags or triggers. It's just a whole genre I need to stay away from. I just feel like if your man isn't willing to talk to you, that's a red flag. If your lady isn't willing to talk to you, that's also a red flag. Yeah. If your mother-in-law is just the biggest bitch to you for no reason, Wait, that's have, a red flag. I have a red flag. Like, don't marry that man. If his mom is so fucking hateful to you for doing nothing but do getting pregnant, which he also had a part in, yeah, <laughs> and no one, no one in the book goes like, you guys have a condom? Like no one was like, you guys are not sixteen, you're twenty two. Yeah, you're what college. happened? Like what are you doing? It's just the tip. That's no one even is like that's some really bad luck. Like. <laughs> Like, uh, make fun of it if you if that's how you're going to do it. Yeah, I would... Yeah. That. No, it's like straight Scrubs is what happens. That's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what show is that? It's Scrubs. Is, it is. Is it... Because uh, it's just pre-crom and Scrubs, too, isn't it? Yep, but just the tip. He didn't yeah, even like, get anywhere. I don't even know if he, like, got in. He didn't. <laughs> Not in Scrubs. Tucker does eventually very much. <laughs> Okay, so red flag in distance. Sienna, the the main character, she's like doing her laundry at his like penthouse, and she pulls out like to put the his clothes and like to pull them out of the washer, covered in blood, literally covered in blood. She like calls him because she's like, oh my god, he might be injured and hurt, and he's like, oh hey, I'm fine. Like what what's up with you? And she's like. So, um, if you find bloody clothes in your washer, maybe a red flag. She does run away, though, so I do appreciate it. She's like, holy shit, I gotta get out of here. And she, like, runs back to her apartment, and then he eventually is like, what you doing over here? And I'm like, oh, he's back. Fun fact. <laughs> if you use cleaning supplies with oxygen in them, they'll, they won't, uh, they'll put, they'll, blah, blah, blah. Luminol won't work for blood detection. <sighs> okay. We are not a true crime podcast, and I just want that to be known, as Morgan has watched too many of those shows. Well, I think that's a fun fact. That's chemistry. That's about, yeah, that's fair. That's about my only uh, red flag is that, you know, if you find bloody clothes in your washer, maybe, uh, that is don't not stick around, which she didn't. Call call the cops. I'm proud of her. She didn't do that, but she, like, was like, is he okay? And then she's like, oh, that's probably someone else's. She ran, and I was like, good for her. She didn't hide very well. Went back to her old apartment. Anyways, that's the only red flag I got. <laughs> Did you get a bingo? Oh, hell yeah, I got a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I used, um, I used distance, I think. Let me make sure. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I used distance. Okay. I almost didn't get a bingo because it was, like, scattered across this board. So I'm going to tell you what I did get a bingo on. Weak knees, the world fading away. They, they're always like in the throes of passion. They forget everything that's happening around them. There were some good girls said. There were some good girls said. She gets kidnapped, not by him, 
but I'm counting it, okay? Yeah. She gets taken by her ex-boyfriend because he is crazy. And she talks about pleasure to her core. That is my bingo, alright? Are you ready for everything else I got? <laughs> Ball tightening. Super wet. Alright, we got the dark eyes. Alright, they even say, they even use the terminology drawn to her. And I was like, wow, you're just giving me points. Big dick can't fit. Now, I want to say that she is British, okay? And they're like talking about it. Why, I don't remember. She's like, oh, is it like 30 centimeters under my brain? I'm like, I can't do that math. And he goes, I don't know, but it's 11 inches. And I went, nope, I'm out. 11 inches. 11 inches. <laughs> <laughs> 11 inches. Like, I'm sorry. This she just up her arm. <laughs> like, your forearm, well, mine, is about a foot. Okay, you take an inch off of that. I'm sorry, what? Where is that going? I also agree, it can't fit. Somehow it happens, but, like, secret <laughs> I... Flashback to fifth grade when the guys were like, Did you know you had like six inches of dick hidden inside of you? Oh my god. <laughs> no. I'm out of here, okay? Anyway, secret identity. She doesn't know that he's a mafia hitman. Alright, when she is a when she leaves him or whatever, when they're apart, just aching emptiness. Like they are nothing without each other. She smells like peaches. I don't remember what he smells like, but they have signature scents. <laughs> And she is a tiny, petite little woman. And he's like 6'5". And of course, emotional drinking. Because that solves all of your problems. Anyways, I got a lot of stuff all over this board. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. I'm back to winning. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm back to losing. The goal did not deliver. Tucker did not deliver. No, Tucker... Mm -mm. No, there's, and there's nothing, like, exciting either. Things are really boring. They're so boring. Like, they're vanilla. Um, you know, we got the big dick can't fit and ball tightening. In fact, L. Kennedy was the inspiration for the ball tightening. Yes, she was, because every <laughs> book we read, they've got some balls that are tightening, man. Love at first sight. Ugh, yeah. Because, like, they, they, they main eyes across the bar. And then immediately, they do give away the game immediately. Granted, you know what the game is from the previous book, but their first conversation, Tuck's like, I think about having a family one day. <sighs> Over it. And then Tiny Woman. I've noticed, in so far, the three books that I've read, every woman is small. And the most that she's willing to describe them as, like, big is that they might be curvaceous, as in they have a nice big ass. Which probably isn't even that big. Like, probably like size six or something. Like, they talk about, I remember reading Garrett's story, and they describe Hannah as being, like, curvaceous, but specifically they talk about her having a nice ass. Yeah. And then she's also described as, like, having nice curves, but they mean that she has big tits. Tits. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're always tiny women. Yeah. In hockey books. I have yet to find one that was, like, not. Yeah, and I think for, I think for them they even mean short, except for Grace. Grace is supposed to be taller. Yep, like how tall? Maybe, maybe our height. <laughs> so, so far, 
I'm not really impressed with the design of women by L. Kennedy. <laughs> no, you need to read the the right move and whatever the other one Maha, because they're yeah. women. They're either real tall or they're real curvy, and they say that explicitly, and it's wonderful. <laughs> like, full on. Yeah. Like, we ain't no size two over here, and we're 5'10". Like, damn, you tall, bitch. Anyways, you need to read those. Do you have any more on your video? Oh, I mean, I have... Yeah, but they're all the really boring ones. <laughs> like, mommy-daddy issues. Oh, shit, I didn't even have that on my card. Uh, that one would have been a, so easy for right. me. Right, I mean, how do you not have fucked up issues with Sabrina, who's been abandoned by both parents, a fucked up stepdad, yeah. who talks about fucking her. Yeah, it's A gross. grandma. It's so gross. And then you got a dead dad with the other one. Yeah, how, do, how do you not have fucked up parent issues? Um, super wet, of course. Mm-hmm. They always are. Didn't want a relationship. That's Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like her entire relate her like character. Yeah. Not like other girls. They're, ne- because they're never like other girls. I know. It's and it's like it's okay. You can be like other girls. Like it's not gonna hurt you. It isn't. It's not gonna hurt you. You're not allergic. And you're also not that special. No, like, it's it. okay. You know, that's kind of the beauty of humanity is that we're all a little alike. <laughs> we're all not we're not special. Yeah. Right? Um, drawn to him, to him slash her, which I feel it's unfair that I got that and love at first sight on the same bingo card. Uh, what else do I have? I had love at first sight, but I didn't click it because, like, they were just very horny. Yeah, like, I wasn't even convinced I had growling with Tucker. (laughs) That's, like, how... That is a basic move. Yeah, Yeah, that, that is just how, um... Plain he is. Yeah. He's so boring. And I know he's supposed to be, like this patient man. Yeah. But there's really nothing. The most, like, personality you get out of him is that he talks dirty in the bedroom. But, like, bare. But, like, it's, well, not enough for the degrading dirty talk square, which we have, I think, specifically for your dark romances. Yes, we do. I don't remember signature scent Mm. or sweet. I guess I could have gotten the man whore square because he talks about being in a... All four of them are man whores. Well, he's, like... (laughs) They don't really paint him as the man whore in the same level as Garrett, but then you get this weird one moment where she's like, I have to make him sluttier. He has to have had a four-way. And I was like, oh, he slept with the man, too. All women. All women. I was like, oh, that's less interesting to me. Yeah. He didn't even... That makes him just as boring as the other white yeah, men you've written so far. It was just, it so was just like another woman. Like, woo! Yeah, it's like... If you had two, now you have three. Like, okay, chill. Just chill. I was was not, I was actually just, I had even less respect for him. (laughs) Yeah. But you have to have a virgin with that one. Don't you? Virgin and man whore? Yeah, it's virgin and man whore. Yeah. Because man whore, I could have got that in a few of the books. I know, I don't have say your mind because he's not possessive either. That would have given me a bingo. Honestly, I don't even think in my book, they, I don't think he ever said that. He was like, you're mine. But he's not ever like, say your mind. You know what I mean? He never says it. Well, if you're, you know, into BDSM, you don't need to d- command them to say it. <laughs> right, they're just it's yours. in the contract. They are yours. <laughs> you signed an agreement. Yeah. Yeah, no. Tucker Tucker and Sabrina were really boring <laughs> at sex. I hate that for you. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, it's fine sex. It, they were, you know, she writes okay sex scenes. Yeah, I mean, she's not. It's just, you know, it failed my bingo card. 
Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't very creative. No, and like a lot of the book was taken up with them not talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Just avoidance. Alright, you ready to pick out my next yes! read? You've been hiding these from me. Take the goal back, please. That's yours. <sighs> it'll, yeah, it'll go on the shelf. Alright, I'm giving you four books to pick from. Okay. I'm throwing in two, I think, kind of suspense, and two romances. Oh no, you don't have it. That's right. Shirley Jackson, uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Yep, haven't read it. Watched it. Haven't read it. Kiss and Don't Tell. I see that there might be some hockey involved. And look in this who one. was writing it. I know, I noticed. <laughs> Megan Quinn. Hey, I picked this one for you. You did? The I, Summer of Broken Rolls. Yep, I threw it in the mix. And then whatever that pretty cover is. Oh, we were together when you picked this up. Yes. This was in our frantic Books a Million $5 book bin haul. Yeah, it was. <laughs> when we bought too many books for no good reason. <laughs> for cheap. Oh, right. They don't put it on the back anymore. Nope. Here you go. Yeah. Criminal Underworld. That's what I thought. <laughs> I knew it would make you happy. A private cathedral. Although Fancy I am Burke. interested to see how you would report on a horror novel. Don't start with me. I used to, that used to be the only thing I'd read. It looks like you've read this one. Huh. I have not. You just got it used? I don't know. <laughs> I may have opened it and put a crease on it. I know I've read... All the other ones up there. That was the only one I haven't read. Okay. The Woman in Black's good. I know. I, it's better than the movie. I need I to get you to read The Lottery. Okay. <laughs> Give me a list. I will read horror novels like it's. It's actually not a novel. It's a short story. <gasps> well, I can so you that. could do it in t- in an evening. In a fraction of an evening. Yeah. All right. Well, you picked out my book. You got anything else you want to talk about? No. Alright. Do all the things. Like, whatever. Oh, yeah. Comment. I don't know. Subscribe. Complain. Follow. I think you follow on Spotify. Yeah, you can do that. Follow. That's a thing. Give us the support, please. (laughs)